Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 22. The process of pairing back is different for everyone. For me, it means removing distractions in my life to create more space. Space that I can fill with experiences that bring about self-development and experiences that propel me forward as an individual. Reasons for pairing back are very subjective and you need to be intentional about the process and about the types of things and activities that you end up adding back into your life once you've paired back. Being intentional will ensure that your process of pairing back is in direct alignment with your core values. So basically targeting what you're looking to make space in your life for. I personally have been making space for experiences that develop my worldview, my sense of purpose, my creative outlets, and my connections with people. These are all aspects of my life that I've very intentionally set as priorities. I've identified them only through close reflection. I'd have experiences that would bring me a lot of joy. And in those moments, I'd feel positive things, but I didn't know exactly why it was that I was feeling that way. I couldn't really put my finger on it. Only after close reflection on those types of experiences was I able to narrow in on the reason why I enjoyed them so much. For example, getting involved in acro yoga became not only great exercise for me, but after reflection, I came to the realization that I was building a very rewarding sense of community with all of the amazing people that I was meeting. I must say though, what made this very apparent to me was actually removing myself from it. Over the course of about three months, I slowly became part of a local acro yoga group. I then left the town I was in It wasn't until I became separated from the community that I so clearly understood how much it added to my life. So I've I've been working on being more aware of my feelings in the moment while I'm having those experiences. It's really difficult to do, but I'm practicing. So let's get back to minimalism. I see minimalism as a practice or even a template that can be applied to so many different aspects of your life. The obvious one being how many physical possessions you have. This is the one that's most popular and most glamorized online and on social media, but it's not the extent of minimalism. In fact, of all the areas in my life that I've applied a minimalist approach, this was the one where I learned the least about myself. There were so many more lessons to be learned when I pared back the non-physical aspects of my life. I learned so much more about myself when I began to focus my attention on pairing back the relationships in my life, my finances, for example, and with experiential things like travel. People seem to be minimizing the distraction of physical things to free themselves up to then only fill that space with more distractions. We need to be weary of this. For example, one could clear physical distractions from their life, only to then replace those distractions with habitual travel. And this is equally distracting. 
I know because I actually found myself starting to do this. And I realized that habitual and incessant travel goes against what I value most about minimalism, having undistracted space in my life to focus on self-development. Incessant travel definitely gets in the way of this, and instead of exploring thoughts and emotions, I was exploring new towns. Instead of focusing on my creativity, I was focusing on settling into a new way of life. And instead of developing self, I was developing a better understanding of the place I was in. So I've slowed down my pace of travel to create even more space in my life for the things that I should be focusing on. I've pared back here because it's yet another distraction for me. And I can say for certain that so far, this has created the space in my life that I'm seeking. So let's talk a bit about the process that I've used in the past for pairing back. I get asked this question quite a lot, and I'm going to explain it in the way that I find most fun. Extended metaphors. <laughs> so I begin by imagining a blank canvas. On it, I'll add only the colors that are most visually appealing to me. I'll then add the colors in the amount that best suits the painting. If one color is distracting, then I don't add it in. If another color will make the painting not appealing to my eye in any way, then again, I don't add that one either. And ultimately, the look and the feel of the painting has to capture my core values. This is my process. When I was paring back possessions, I'd imagine starting over completely, a blank canvas. I'd then ask myself, what possessions will I add back into my life in this very moment? What's absolutely necessary, and what's going to help me live in a way that's true to my core values? If I add something back in, will it be a distraction and inhibit self-development? So, in the end, only the essential possessions were added back in. The things that allow you to create the space that you need to enrich your life. Before I had paired back, I had previously added way too many colors and way too many different colors as well to the painting. But after this thought exercise, I knew what I wanted the painting to look like, so I just began. The approach that worked best for me was to categorize everything by how I'd like to pair them back. So I'd list all of the things that I wanted to pair back in the following categories. Sell, gift, donate, or recycle. Then I focused on doing one general task at a time. For example, I'd start by putting myself in sell mode. I'd use Craigslist, eBay, Half.com, good old-fashioned for-sale signs, and even word of mouth. I wouldn't switch to the donate mode until everything was at least listed for sale. This approach made a lot of sense to me because I could silo off tasks and focus on doing one form of pairing back at a time. The process was basically the same regardless of what it was I was selling. So why not get used to the process of selling stuff? and then fire through it all more quickly, instead of overwhelming yourself with a bunch of different tasks. 
after everything was listed for sale, the gifting, donating, and recycling was fairly easy. I was able to quickly get those tasks completed, and I was left with just making sure that the things that were listed for sale got sold. If something didn't sell, then typically I'd try to list it again, maybe on a different site or in a different way. If after the second attempt, it still wasn't sold, then I'd potentially recategorize the item in one of the other categories. If you have more time, then keep trying to sell it. If you have less time, then recategorize it when it doesn't sell for the first time. You can really customize this experience and this process based on your specific situation. And when it came to sentimental items, before pairing them back, I'd document them in some way. For example, yearbooks. It's basically books with a bunch of pictures from when you're in school, in case anybody's not familiar. Instead of carting them around with me for the rest of my life, I took pictures of the pages and saved the pictures in cloud storage. I honestly look at the pictures so much more often now because I can access them from my phone whenever I want to. So those bulky yearbooks all now fit into my pocket, and I'm able to easily bring them with me wherever I go. So overall, I found that it's important, it is so important, to know how you're influenced by externalities. So in this case, possessions. I observed myself and saw that a large number of things created a lot of noise and distraction in my life. So I felt that I needed to make even more space by paring back quite a lot here. You can and should do this in increments so that you find your level of comfort when you get there. And going slow will also allow you to better observe how you feel as you go. So definitely take your time. Then, continue to be present and mindful. You need to keep checking in with yourself. It's this step that's allowed me to identify how incessant travel began creating misalignment with my core values. In a lot of ways, it's easier to pare back physical objects. I mean, you can see them. And that makes it hard to ignore them. Non-physical things, however, can be much more difficult to pare back because they're less apparent. Paring back behaviors requires you to be very attentive to yourself. You almost need to make the non-material things in your life material so that it's easier to scrutinize and observe. I've pared back my notebook that I used for journaling, so I now journal electronically on my phone. And for me, journaling is a perfect way to put these non-material behaviors in a physical form that I can see in front of me. And for me, this helps to address these less tangible things in my life. And a final thought that I want to share is about maintaining minimalism. I employ a reduce, reuse, repurpose, and reach out approach to keeping myself from drifting back into overconsumption. When I constantly remind myself about these approaches, I often avoid mindless consumption. Whenever I feel that I either need or want something, I always ask myself, can I change a behavior in my life to reduce the need or the desire for this object?
If not, then can I reuse or repurpose something that I already have? And lastly, I'll ask myself if I can reach out to someone I know that may be able to lend me the thing that I need or want. And this works really well for things that you only need for a short term. But you never know. Someone you know may be looking to pare back the thing that you need, and reaching out to them creates a situation where you both get what you want. And paring back, it's a great process. It's changed my life. Now, I look forward to talking more about the process and all of the other aspects of your life that you can apply these principles to. But for now, keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.